Welcome back, foodie audience. This is the Hotness and Sweetly. We are back once again. Thank you so much for joining us. We are in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and this is like one of our favorite, favorite foodie events that we like to go to. Sweetly, how are you feeling? Because this is the final Terra Vida Food Festival. I am happy and sad all at the same time. But you know what? What? We are here at Terra Vida Food Festival and we are going to give it all we got. And I can't we're wait. eat everything they got and we're going to say bye-bye with a smile and a tear. You down? I'm down. <laughs> I may I may have more than a tear. I may have a full belly. What about you? Oh, no doubt, girl. No doubt. Full belly is what it's going to be all about. But I'm going to shed a tear because this is the end. This is the end after 10 years. 10 years. 10 years. The final festival. Yes. And they got wonderful cooks and chefs and drinks and drinks and desserts and desserts. And people. And people. They're foodies. We are surrounded <laughs> by foodies, girl. Are you excited? I'm beyond excited. We I need to just go do this. Let's go do it, girl. I can't even I can't even look at you right now. I just wanna just just run just run through and just eat up all the food. Do you think they'd be mad if I did that? It's too much. It's but anyway. We're going to try. Okay. 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 I don't think they'll be mad because they'll probably be in the same race we are. I think so, too. So may the best foodie win. Here we go, y'all. This is Sweetly at Terra Vida Food Festival. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, audience. We are back. Foodies, this time we are over at the after you eat, you want a little drinky drink. Right. And this can go awesome. So with we're your... with Sean. Sean is with King Fisher. <laughs> Anywho, yes, we're with Sean. And he is here representing King Fisher. And he has an awesome drink that the hotness may have had a couple too many of. Hey! Hey! That's just a joke. Hey. That's just okay. a joke. Okay, that's a joke. Too many. <laughs> hey, Sean, tell us what's going on with Kingfisher here and this wonderful drink you have. Yeah, so we're doing a cocktail. It's a beeswax infused Conniption Navy Strength Gin with fresh local honey and fresh lemon juice and shaken up. It's called the Bee Durham with two E's. Uh, it's in honor of Durham's 150th anniversary. We're Kingfisher. Um, we opened July 31st in downtown Durham. We focus on uh, local produce and local makers, and we try and center them in our cocktails. Uh, my wife is also a potter, so our, we have a very artistic bent to our to our uh, space. Uh, Rochelle's the co-owner. She also made the bar top. It's gorgeous. Um, she does all our ceramics. Um, so it's really a fusion of our kind of shared passions as, as owners and partners. Um, yeah, we're looking at some of the beautiful pottery here as well. So I can imagine what those restaurants looks like. And did your wife have a website? Yes. Uh, Michelle's website is Vanderwalk or Michelle vanderwalker.com and you can also get there by going to kingfisherdurham.com there's a link to our website all right and who makes up these beautiful cocktails and drinks is that you sean uh, the cocktails are, are my side of the uh, the equation um and really we try and take uh whatever's local and seasonal and kind of uh, make that the reason for making drinks so uh, yeah sounds great and again tell us the drink that you're serving today yes it's called the bee durham it's, i see uh, it Local honey, beeswax-infused conniption navy string gin, and lemon juice. Yes, I'm looking at it. And so what made you guys want to pay homage to Durham's 150th anniversary? Well, I think Durham as a city is very unique in that it uh, has a lot of history in a lot of different ways. Uh, 
um, uh, and it's something worth honoring. Um, Durham's a city that probably could have folded like four or five times, but it's very resilient. Um, it's got great diversity. It's it got keeps great bouncing culture. back, huh? Yeah, yeah. always bounces back, and uh, it's better for for the for the diverse community we live in. So uh, yeah, I, I thought thought it was appropriate to try and speak to that. Cool. Well, we appreciate that, and we also appreciate Knipshin Navy Shrimp. Um, at the Durham Distillery. Yeah. So you guys got connected with them. Is that yes, how that works? Yes, they're about a mile from us. Uh, we and Melissa are the owners and distillers, um, and they're fantastic people. Um, they're a really great example of the kind of people we want to work with, who are like have a point of view, um, committed to the to the community, and, uh, and just interested in doing fun stuff. So yeah. Well, Sean, we so appreciate you. Sweetly, you had something you wanted to say? Well, I did just want to ask Sean because we are still wanting to um, make our listeners knowledgeable of everything. So if you wanted to get in this type of industry, tell us a little bit about what you need to do to succeed. In hospitality, I think, uh, I think the key is to be open, uh, to let... Your guest comes in, be open to whatever experience they want to have. Don't try and impose the, the restaurant or the bar upon them. So they come in from one place, be open from where they are, and give them your version of that hospitality they're looking for. I think if you want to break into the industry, I think it's honestly about finding the right opportunity. It's about being humble, taking a position that may be below what you think you're, you're ready to do. Um, because as I can attest to, uh, things change very quickly in any bar or restaurant. Yeah, opportunities happen fast. Uh, you're never very far from the general manager. It's easy to talk to if you work hard. Um, of all careers I've ever had, uh, it has the, the greatest opportunity for advancement if you put your head down, work hard, and uh, show you're committed. And honestly, you can show up. <laughs> all right. So just stay on the grind, audience. Grind. And don't put yourself in a box. That's right. That is Sean. Absolutely. In a nutshell, we so appreciate your time. We just had King Fisher with Sean here representing a wonderful, wonderful drink called the... Be Durham. All right, Sean, take care. And tell the audience one more time how they can follow you or get connected yes, with your uh, business. you can find us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at Kingfisher Durham, D-U-R-M. Um, and our website is kingfisherdurham.com. Um, and uh, those are the good places to find us. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sean. We so appreciate your time. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you so Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Cheers. Nice to have me. Absolutely. Hey, audience, we're here with Portia. She is with Chapel Hill Creamery. Yeah. And I don't know if you've seen Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I can eat grass. <laughs> That's what it says. Anyways, Portia has been working hard, and she's with the Chapel Hill Creamery Farm, and I tasted their cheeses, and they're delicious. I've been wanting, so to, I've been wanting to go out to your farm, Portia, because you guys allow people to come out to your farm, correct? We have tours occasionally. Tours, yes, yes. So can you share with the audience about, I see your cheeses, you have yeah, Cal Bander, is that how... And I see Carolina Moon. Carolina Moon is a camembert. 
and I see Hickory Grove. You said this is in your refrigerator because it seems to be your favorite. Well, I really appreciate it. I'm sorry. Different ones are my favorite at different times, but the Hickory Grove is extremely versatile, and so I find it in my refrigerator pretty often. Okay, and my favorite was the Farmer's Cheese on Foodie Audience. It was creamy and delicious, and it was just, it was, it just so light. So tell me about your cows, because your cows is what is like supporting your farm right, right now. Because right. you take care of your cows, yes. I'm sure. So they eat grass. They eat grass. That's true. <laughs> so what kind of cows do you use? We, to we milk, the milk about 30 cows. And 30. The farmer's cheese actually is a, a, a great cheese for reflecting the quality of the milk. You can really taste the milk come through in that particular cheese. It's a fresh cheese, it's very clean tasting, very refreshing, and uh, it's it's a great cheese. They can scrambled eggs or Mexican cooking. It's great paired with hot pepper jelly. So sometimes that's my favorite cheese. I think it started with this portion, because I'm looking at you and I'm like thinking, how did Portia get connected with the cows and the cheese? <laughs> Well, you know, I just wanted to make cheese. Really? Yeah, wanted to make cheese. Wow. And that was 20 years ago. And the process, Bush, I'm sorry. Uh, that is, you'd have, to, you'd, have to, you'd have to be here. There's so many different kinds of cheese. The process is different for I all just, Sweetly, I just want to take a moment and thank God for Portia because she said she always wanted to make cheese. Have you ever heard of such a desire in your life? No, no. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm going to do a little bit. It's a great melting cheese. The flavor really comes out when you eat it. So it's a perfect cheese for my family. Portia, we love you. We want to thank you for taking care of your cows. Do you milk your cows personally? Uh, you know, I've got a herd manager who's been with us for 13 years. What's his name? Her name. Her name's her Allison. Oh, her. Her name's Allison. Go, Allison. Milk, 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 milk. <laughs> she does most of the milking. Okay, she okay. She trains everybody to milk. I used to do it, but now I... You can see the desk more than that. Okay. I'm not mad at you. So tell the audience and get your delicious cheese. Because it's phenomenal, audience. I tasted the Calavander, the Carolina Moon, the Hickory Grove, and my favorite, the Farmer's Cheese. So how can the audience, foodie audience, find out more about your company and what you do? Thank well, you, Portia. Yeah, sure. The, the uh, best thing you can do is to come to one of our farmer's markets and talk to our staff at the farmer's markets. We're at the Carlborough Market, we're at the Durham Downtown Market, and we're at the Eno Market in Hillsborough. Okay. That's the best thing. Do you have a website or anything? We do have a website, chapelhillcreamery.com. Yes, audience, chapelhillcreamery.com. Sweetly, what do you want to say? I see you looking at me. I love Portia, and I'm going to get some hickory, and there you go. And then I'm going to let the hotness eat it, because that's what she does. That's, that's all I do. She cooks and I eat. That's how it goes, Portia. Like we so Thank appreciate you. your time, Portia. You Thank right. you so much. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> okay, foodie audience, we are here at the Terravita, the last festival after yes, 10 years. having a ball. So we're here with Pauline and Annette. And Annette. Yes. Sweetly is just so enamored with their personality. She wants to get their take <laughs> on yes. the event thus far. So because far. it's not just about us and what we think, but we want to know what other foodies think too. So we have Pauline and uh, Pauline said that, no, Annette said that Pauline is the talker. But I bet you when Pauline starts talking, Annette's going to talk. <laughs> I think so too. You think so too? Hey, Pauline. Hey. Hey. 
are you doing? Alright. We're having a great time. So what has been your favorite food so far oh at the Tanabita event? My favorite food. I don't know. You know, it was interesting because we had a, a tomato sandwich over here that was just white bread and tomato with mayonnaise and salt and pepper. And oh my God. Really? Yeah. It, it's nothing fancy, but it was just perfect. Are you serious? Because I saw no, that sandwich and I walked past it like the like, hotness like I can is do too good for the sandwich. And, and you can, but it's... Good. It was really good. Okay, mm-hmm. sweetie, you're going to have to check that out. We enjoyed the chocolate over here. I can't remember what they're called. And then we've really actually enjoyed the cocktails quite a lot. There's a lot. It's interesting. Today's theme seems to be honey. A lot of yeah, honey so and a lot, a lot of honey. But all of them outstanding. We've never been before, so we're very sad to say this is the first and last for us. Very oh, we're so sorry, Paula. Was it called French Lord, the chocolate? Which yeah, one? The chocolate was just okay. Okay. Um, Papa Shogun was doing some good stuff over there. Um, the liverwurst was good, and I was surprised. Oh, and you know the other thing that was outstanding was the cauliflower soup, and I don't even like cauliflower, and it was. Why are we missing all of this? I didn't so, see tomatoes. I didn't see cauliflower soup. We gotta go back around again. I think that's because the hotness when it tastes all the drinks. What? <laughs> Hey, foodie audience, see, you see how Sweetly does? I've been diligent in trying to give you the best information in regards to the restaurants in the Raleigh Durham area. <laughs> we are so thankful to um, Annette. Annette. And we're going to ask Annette what she thought too, because we are a power, but we want to know what Annette thinks too. <laughs> um, I really loved the shrimp ceviche. Okay. Um, Pauline didn't get the sample because she can't have shrimp, can't but shrimp. that was one of my favorites. It had you a need lot to know of, that, audience. A lot of cilantro. Very good. Good, good, good. That's it? Oh, no. I like everything she said. Okay. Including the banh mi. Did you guys go out there to the first restaurant, um, I'm sorry, table with the cookies and the bread? Did you guys taste the first restaurant when you walk in? You know, I do not have a sweet tooth. So I haven't really sampled the sweet items here today, not very much. And we were kind of thinking dessert. That would be the dessert round. Okay, so at the end, I suggested you go to that table out there that's on the left all the way at the end. And I can't think of the name. Yes, because that chocolate chip cookie was to die for. And we're going to go back and interview them too. But look, guys, we really appreciate you taking the time. Yes, thank you. Yeah. Well, you foodies that are not here, I'm sorry because you can't sad. come back You're next year. It cause <laughs> it's the last one. Yes, we're so sad. Did you hear me wrong? No, I didn't hear you wrong. Let me say it again. I said for you foodies that are not here, sorry because you can't come back next year. <laughs> no, but we're having a ball. Thank you, Anne. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. All right, foodie listeners, we are back. We are at the Viva. Festival. Terra Vida. There you go, Terra Festival. And we are having an awesome time. Right now we are at the Leah and Louise table where they have something called not dirty rice but dirty grits. <laughs> and we are talking to Greg and he said this recipe comes from his Nah, that's my recipe, but Okay. <laughs> but um the restaurant is named after my baby sister and my granny, both yeah. of them who have passed. Yeah. But my baby sister played around a lot with different stuff, and my granny was like super traditional. So it's kind of it's a super traditional southern dish, dirty rice, okay, but right. it's a fun take on it because we use grits instead of rice. Okay, and what's in your dirty grits? So 
with dirty rice, you usually have chicken livers and sausage. Right. Instead of using chicken livers, we actually use a bunch of different roasted mushrooms oh. and put that in there for the dirty part of the grits. Okay, and it is delicious, y'all. Appreciate it. You got some cheese in there? No, ma'am. Oh, no cheese. cheese. Okay, okay. It's, that's just good grits. It's just we, uh, good grits because they are creamy as well. And we use cornstarch and butter actually in the beginning. Oh. So that's why they uh, kind of taste a little cheesy. Yeah, I get it, get it. And they're creamy as well. Thank you. So the food is just awesome here. And Greg is doing the thing out here with all these other folks at this festival. <laughs> and we're having an awesome time. Greg, why don't you tell us where you're located and how our foodies can come check you out? So we are in Charlotte, North Carolina. Our breakfast restaurant, Uptown Yoke, is in the 7th Street Market. And, um, Lee and Louise will be opening in Camp North End in February. All right, congratulations. Both how long, long y'all been around? So, Uptown Yoke has been around for 2012. Okay. We okay. were in Rock Hill, but we recently moved to Uptown Charlotte to kind of get closer to the vibe, you know what I mean? Okay, what else does your restaurant serve? So, Uptown Yoke is a breakfast spot. Okay. We got here too. I mean, we got all the classics, um, shrimp and grits, chicken and waffles. But we also got stuff like a uh, coffee rub, steak hash. We have a vegetarian uh, Benedict instead of eggs Benedict with ham. Wow. A couple of different things. And we also have a, uh, a seasonal uh, veggie hash and a vegan grain bowl. And I'm talking about all my vegetarian stuff right now. For well, I was getting ready to say you guys uh, are for the nutritious folks. No, I mean, like, you had, you had them grits now. Yeah. So we, we, we cook like how we cook, but we like to have options for people. Instead of just throwing them a salad, we actually like to have some options for folks who eat a little different, too. So. Sounds good. Hi, right, Miss. You got anything you want to ask Greg about his um, restaurant? I am just in love with the concept of dirty grits because you know you mentioned the dirty rice. Uh -huh. So how did you guys come up with the concept of dirty grits? So the the name of the restaurant is Lynn Louise. Louise is my granny, um, and yeah. she was like super traditional and cooked everything how it was supposed to be done. And Leah was my baby sister, and she played around with foods. So, like she was always trying to do something weird with food. Okay. So it's just looking at a traditional southern recipe, which is dirty rice, and trying to figure out what we can do to make it our own. Okay. So using grits instead of rice. Are you guys food. from North Carolina? Are you guys no, from Memphis, Tennessee? Oh, Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee. 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 Okay. So Leah and Louise will be like. New South meets Old South, and it'll be like Mississippi River Valley food. So you can expect to see some Memphis-type flavors, some New Orleans, Mississippi stuff, versus uh, like Carolinian. All right, all right, North Carolina. We got some Mississippi in the house, and we are enjoying it. We so appreciate your time, Greg. You keep up the good time. work. And again, tell us, our listeners, where you're located. Leah Louise in Camp North End in Charlotte, North Carolina, and Uptown Yoke in the 7th Street Market. All right, sounds good. You take care, Greg. Thank, Thank you for your time. Hey audience, we are here with La Farm Bakery and the hotness has been in love with these white chocolate mini baguettes for like three years. It's ridiculous. And I even ate Sweetly's, right Sweetly? You ate my baguette. It doesn't matter because I loved it so much. But we're here with Katie, right? Yes. So Katie, tell us about how you got your white chocolate ba mini baguettes and how you're connected with La Farm Bakery. So several years ago, we had an intern over here from France, and he thought about how Americans love bread and they love chocolate, so he tried to figure out a way to incorporate the two of them together, and this is what he's come up with, is our white chocolate mini baguettes. So it's one of our top sellers, one of our signature items that we just are known for. So all it is is a simple French baguette with white chocolate chips rolled into it. 
simple. See, simple is good, you guys. Yep. And we so appreciate the intern that came over and thought of this great idea. Well, we trained under Lionel, who's the master baker behind the farm. We have the uh, master baker here? Right there. Oh, Sorry, Lionel. Okay, we Americans, we butcher the language. We're so bad. But Lionel, how did you like, you know, how do you integrate your concepts with La Farm Bakery? How I did incorporate it? We adapt. We adapt to everything. The weather to the region. I the just love the French everything. accent. I'm listening to what you're saying and I just hear love coming to me. We, I we, can wave. We sitting tape if you want. <laughs> I teach between midnight and two. <laughs> he fooled us. He was asking this question. He's from Cary, y'all. <laughs> but I see a book here, A Passion for Red. Lionel, this is your book. Yes, madam. For you. So what, what is your book about? Share with the audience how they can get your book, A Passion for Bread. I love it. Is that you? I see a picture of a young, young fellow. No, no, no. This was last year. Please. Oh. How old? Maybe six or seven. Wow. Were you in France at the time? Yes, indeed. The oh. bread is bigger than him. <laughs> it is. Who baked this bread for you? I mean, that's an awfully big piece of bread. Who did that? So this is uh, the countryside of France. I'm from Paris. In Paris, we eat baguette. But in the country, I'm outside, you know, it's more... They don't see bakers every day. So they bought a big loaf for the rest of the week. You were adorable. Katie, isn't he an adorable little no, boy in this picture? Right, I like him. <laughs> well, um, what would you like the audience to know about your book, A Passion he's, for Bread? It's all about teaching. So it's 450 pictures. So you don't need to read English. You don't need to understand me. You follow the picture and you can make some beautiful bread. Okay, foodie audience, Lionel is talking some stuff, but all I hear is love. He's talking dirty to me. I don't know what he's saying, but I love, I love the French language. It's just so... Can, can we have no... <laughs> I need to talk to you. It's so sexy, sweetly. Bakery been around. So La Farm Bakery is getting ready to celebrate their 20th anniversary. Over 23rd. Okay. They opened 20 years ago just selling bread and they've expanded over those 20 years into cafe and coffee and pastry and they've just grown into what they are today and that is an amazing company with awesome core values and just tradition and passion behind all of it. Well along with the white chocolate as your signature bread right now, is there any other favorite? So our, our most famous is is our technically our signature sourdough, okay. which is our five pound bull, which is right here. Um, he created it 20 years ago, creating the wow. starter, which we call Mother, okay. and we feed her every day. And then he makes these amazing five-pound bowls out of it wow. that we slice into quarters and halves okay. and then give it back to the community with grains that we've grown here locally. Um, we've utilized the farmer, the miller, and the baker, all local, awesome. to give back to the community as best we can. That is awesome. Giving back to the community, that's what it's really all about. It really is. We it start really with is. the scientists, we work our way to the farmer, then we go to the miller over in Asheville. They send the grains back to us, and then we incorporate it into our bread in order to give it back to the community, so that way we're utilizing all systems. You know, when you said giving back to community, I was really like, wow, what is that about? And then with Lionel 
being from France, what is the skills that are needed to become an awesome, like, um, I don't know what you call bakers. Is it like, what do you call bread? I mean, no, pastry chefs. So there's, all right, so he went through a guild, and he went through a guild for seven years. It's one of the most reputable guilds in the world. What's it called? I cannot pronounce okay. it. We'll ask him. Okay. Uh, I can't pronounce it. Um, even as long as I've worked here, I still can't get it. But, it's cool, it's cool. Um, he essentially went through this guild for seven years, became a master of his trade, and the biggest part of the guild is to give back. So you train other people to do the same thing that you do, so that way you can give back um, your skill and incorporate it as best that you can into other people. So his biggest thing is teaching. Yeah, it's kind of like that concept of so on and so on yes. and so on. You learn, you teach somebody else to learn it, and then you, um, you know, before you know it, it's spread like wildfire. Right. Right. So we so appreciate you guys. This bread is the bomb. It is the bomb. La Farm Bakery, okay, audience, foodie audience. This white chocolate mini baguette, I've been stalking them. I mean, I know I live in Raleigh, but they're in Cary, but I find a way to get their bread, okay? You'll find it. I always finds a way. I have hustlers. I'm like, go to Whole Foods, because you guys are connected with Whole Foods. We're in in the local triangle area. We're in Whole Foods. And what actually street is your bakery on? Where, where we are our main original bakery is in Pressing Corners on High House and Cary Parkway. Okay. We're also in Whole Foods on Highway 55. Okay. And then we are also in downtown Cary, which is where the magic happens. Oh, my God. And that's where the mixing, shaping, and a good majority of our baking happens. But you can also get breads, pastries, and coffee at that location. And you guys do breakfast, right? We do breakfast in two of the cafes, in the Whole Foods location and the Pressing Corners location. Sounds great. And do you guys have a website? We do. We are at www.lafarmbakery.com. There you go. The Farm Bakery. They are out here at this festival, and they are doing a thing. Thank you guys so no, much. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Lionel. And audience, go get his book, A Passion for Bread. Hey audience, we are here with Sweet Ariel. We have Miss Norma and Mr. Paul. They have jams. I see tin pepper jam, peach bourbon, vanilla preserves, and I see so many sweets, empanadas, roasted pear and blueberry brown butter tarts and wild mushroom tarts. And I see croissants. Oh my gosh, butter croissants and Gruyere cheese croissants. So Mr. Paul sweetly tells me that Sweet Ariel is named after your daughter, right? That is correct. So how did you guys get started with this awesome bakery and jams business? My wife has been baking for almost 25 years. We moved here from Los Angeles. She worked in Spago, Beverly Hills under Sherry Yard, which is a a world-renowned baker. And then she worked at uh, the Little Door and and she started on the line making salads and the pastry chef quit. And so she said, I could do that, and she never baked in her life. But that's the type of person she is. Hey, now. That's a gift, y'all. So then she went off to school. They paid for her school. She worked her way up to be the head pastry chef there at the little door. My daughter was one years old. We moved to North Carolina. She worked at the Carolina Inn. She worked at the Umstead. She worked at the Wellspring Bakehouse for Whole Foods. Wow, these are... And then she went on her own and named it Sweet Ariel very prestigious places that she worked at. Absolutely. When she had no training, but she told you, Mr. Paul, I can do it. So how does that make you feel knowing your wife? She's like superwoman. How does that make you feel? Well, you you won't believe that. One day I came home. It was my birthday. 
and I found rose petals in the hallway and leading to my front door. What? And it was in my my apartment, into the kitchen, and my dining room table was out in the living room, covered with a black tablecloth with roses, with food already cooked on those, remember those old wooden TV dinners? Oh, yeah. And there was a bottle of wine in a plastic Tupperware lined with aluminum foil and ice cubes. And I said, what's going what on? Hell? I saw pork, I saw grapes on it, and wonderful things. And after eating dinner, oh, the funny thing is she was nowhere to be found. Uh-huh. And I looked everywhere. I went in the back, around, and when I came out, she leaped out from under the table and scared the you-know-what out of me. And she had a camera, and she took a picture of me when I was screaming. Shut up! in plastic! No. I, heard, I saw that movie. No, she wasn't wrapped in plastic, but that would have been a sight, wouldn't it have been? Yes, Sweetly, I'm hearing the skills So one thing you need to know about my wife, yeah. she has a sustainable garden at home. Yes. We live in Cary. They support butterflies and bees. We have yes. a and we have our own organic garden and we bake everything with no preservatives. Our flour is locally uh, milled in Graham, North Carolina. So all this is done in your home, Ms. That's Paul? correct. I'm telling you, Miss Norma, she has the skills to keep her business and her man. I mean, did you hear what he said about all the If I came home to all that, I'll never leave that house. <laughs> yes, that is awesome. And we're going to take pictures, too, because I'm telling you, not only does it taste good, because I had the chocolate chip cookie. You know I'm a fan of chocolate chip cookies. But there's so many other things out here, like this mushroom um, souffle. I've got to have some. But everything just looks as good as it tastes. This is awesome. I am not mad at Miss Norma and Mr. Paul. You guys, how long have you guys been married? Uh, I can't answer that legally. <laughs> However, you guys been in business. How okay, about that? How about I'll tell you, we've been together as soon as we pass New Year's, it's 25 years. All right, way to go, 25. Is that the silver anniversary? I don't know, but I'm so happy for that. Well, I used to be silver, now I'm all white. <laughs> Well, we so appreciate, look, you guys taking the time to talk to us, because these people are busy. People are coming up to this table, and they are giving their money, because this stuff is awesome. So we appreciate your time, Mr. Paul. Yes, but Mr. Paul, let the audience know how they can find you and order some of your great products. So they can visit www.sweetariel.com. That's sweet, like in sugar. S-W-E-E-T. R-E-L is the French spelling. It's A-R-I-E-L-L-E. And if you're local, we are at the South Durham Farmer's Market, which is one mile south of Highway uh, Interstate 40 on Highway 55. Well, thank you, Mr. Paul. And I wish you and your wife 25 more years of happy, successful marriage. Right, sweetly? Good sweetness all the way. Take Not care. <laughs> thank you. All right, bye-bye. First of all, let me say that was the highest compliment I've been paid ages. Somebody before they'd even t- tasted my food was drooling. Um, so as far as this dish, we have delicious North Carolina oysters. And uh, I wanted to do a southern spin on it, so collard greens was the logical choice. Um, and then batarga butter I thought would just be a good compliment, something a little different to go on top. Now, was this your um, creation? It was. Oh, Yes. What's that? <laughs> I am, I am. Shut fire. 
know what the hot is I'm not even gonna worry about it. I'm just gonna say yeah, we are. Y'all are, y'all are making me blush. I, that, that, that doesn't happen easily. We're at the Mandolin table. Mandolin. Mandolin. I'm yes. sorry. Look, Mandolin table, and we have oysters with collard greens and a butter sauce. Will you explain? Yes, it's, it's called ba- it's called batarga butter. Uh-huh. It's an Italian ingredient. They basically cure mullet roe and then hang it and dry it out. Usually they grate it over pasta, but in this case, I put it into a butter and melted it over top. Oh, it is just fantastic, guys. And tell the audience, our foodies out there, where you are and how they can get in touch with you and your website and all that good stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. We're in uh, we're in the uh, Hayes-Barton neighborhood of, uh, of Raleigh, North Carolina, on the corner of Fairview and Oberlin Road. Our website's uh, www.mandolinraleigh.com, and you can catch us at uh, Mandolin NC on Instagram. Wonderful, guys. Look, we're at the Terra Vita Festival, and we are having a ball. We're at the mandolin table eating oysters with collard greens, y'all. It can't get no better. And we so appreciate your time, Sean. It's been awesome. Thanks. All right. Take care. Thank you. Goddess, we are at Crook's Cafe and Bar and Corner, and Sweetly has lost her mind over these tomato sandwiches. Explain yourself, Sweetly. Why are you eating so many tomato sandwiches? If you're a Southern person, then you know what I'm talking about. When you get a good tomato, and you get some mayonnaise, not Miracle Whip, mayonnaise, some salt and pepper, and you put it on a white piece of bread, Make you a sandwich and it is the best in the world. <laughs> so we are at the Terra Vida Festival with all this bougie stuff going on. And at this table, there is a tomato sandwich. What? And I had to stop. And this is my third one. So it's no third one. one. We'll go to the same church. Okay. <laughs> this is bougie. This is bougie. That's straight up. There we go. We go to the same church. So we got Mr. Bill here who is cutting up white loaf bread. Cutting up tomatoes and smothering mayonnaise and making these bomb sandwiches. So if you can take a minute and tell us why tomato sandwiches, Mr. Bill. Yes, you were at the Terrabee the last festival. Oh, (laughs) what do you say, sweetly? Always win. Bad and bougie. So it's the Crooks, Crooks, okay, Crooks Cafe Bar Corner. That's where we are. Now, where are you guys located? We're at 610 West Franklin Street. So, we're at the corner of Chapel Hill and Carbo Meat. So, I can go into this restaurant or bar and get a um, tomato sandwich? Sure. Uh, uh, you got maybe. like one more day. Um, <laughs> the tomatoes are done. Everything. And these are the last That's ones. That's why we're doing it. We're, it's, it's the end. So, this is the last. This is our Justin, last how did you get connected with Mr. Smith? Um, how do we connect? Yeah. Um, well, he was been the chef for 25 years. Oh my then, gosh, have you really? Well, I just retired. He, he looks like a, a day over 20, right? Not a day over 19. Right. Can I, I give you I, my number? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have to cart him around in my minivan, um, <laughs> which is true. Yeah. Um, I was there for 25 years. He came in last August to take my place because I was retiring. I, t- I turned 70 in January. So. Oh my gosh, you look like you're like 25. Oh, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, 19. Yeah, I, I asked, can I give you my number? You didn't answer me, Mr. Mr. Bill, what's up with that? You're not, you're not giving uh, me your number? Uh, I haven't owned a car since 1972. <laughs> I ride a bicycle everywhere. <laughs> well, the hotness.
this is not getting on any bikes, okay, audience? Oh, oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> Mr. Smith, how did you get trained in your awesome culinary skills? Because I know you got the tomato sandwich, but you knew I enough. Those, but oh, yeah. yeah. Um, what happened was I learned, oh, I'm sorry, I learned on the job. Okay. I, was, I used to own a, 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 a music club here called Cat's Cradle. It's a famous club in Chapel Hill. Okay. And we were such poor business people that we could never make any money. So we would keep, in order to keep the cradle open, we all went to work in restaurants. And so when I went to work in the restaurant, I discovered that it suited me. Okay. I never meant ever, ever, ever to cook for a living. So you found your passion. I did. By mistake. And then, and then someone wanted to buy the club, uh-huh. which was never making any money with me. Now it's still there. I mean, now it's it's fabulous and successful. Right. But, so they bought the club for me, and I just kept working in the restaurant. Well, we're so thankful, because I haven't had a chance, but I heard your shrimp and grits are legendary. They are, in fact. I didn't invent those. My predecessor brought those with him. He grew up in South Carolina. Okay. So, okay. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, they are. Everyone knows about them. So. And how long have you guys been around? Well, I've been there. I was there from '93 until January, and it was—it started in '82. Wow! So the original chef passed away, and I came in about five years behind him. So. Well, we so appreciate your time, Mr. Bill. Are you kidding me? We really? appreciate your tomato sandwiches, <laughs> and we wish you the best and happy retirement. Thank you. And God I'm not, bless I'm you. Obviously, I'm still doing it. Keep passing the torch. Oh, yeah. Yes, but before we leave, tell the audience how they can find more about Crooks Cafe and Bar Corner. It's got a website, crookscorner.com. That's the, that's the way to look. To get the menu every day, get pictures, find out some stuff about the history. That'd be the quickest way. Or you can go. <laughs> Justin. Justin Burdett. He, okay. he came up from uh, from Georgia by way of Asheville. Wow. He came in and started working with me last August. All so right. he worked from, with, from August until January, and then... And then I split. All right, Justin, we appreciate you taking the torch. Yeah, Keep absolutely. doing good. All right, good. Thank All you. right, take care, guys. All right, thank you. Thank you so much. Okay, audience, we are here with King Cobra. How do you pronounce your, the rest of your business name? I'm so horrible. Apiary. Apiary. Okay, it just what means is, a honey bee farm. Okay, so Sweetly told me you guys were brave enough to go into the beehive without any masks. Masks? Can y'all believe it? North Carolina, it's 90, 100 degrees all summer. Sometimes you just kind of have to, you know, do it cooler. Okay, okay, so share with the audience um, what you guys do and how they can find more information about your company. We're Yes, yes, a little farm in Queen George Ginger. I have to tell you, I sent my mom 
some of your ginger, your ginger syrup, I believe it was. She loved it. That's awesome. Yeah, so tell the audience how they can find you and what are the wonderful attributes of ginger? Because I love ginger, right, Sweetly? It's my favorite. It's, uh, it's one of those things that has been with us for thousands of years and, you know, Western society rediscovers these things periodically. Like, oh, it does what the pills do without the side effects. I got you. But ginger's really good for digestion. Um, nausea, inflammation, all kinds of things. We mix it with the turmeric and black pepper so you get a big dose of fresh herbs, basically. And so it's kind of one of those foods that's medicine things. So we don't, you know, claim to be, you know, it's just another food, basically. But this one happens to do more good than bad. Right, it's and very medicinal. Yeah. And audience, we love ginger and turmeric because it's so great for the body and it helps with inflammation. And as my mother likes to tell me, you need to get rid of the inflammation in your body. And so George's product helps with that. So tell the audience how they can get on the George train and Definitely. get some of this wonderful well, stuff. We, we want everyone on the George train. <laughs> I'm on the George train. <laughs> Midnight train to George. To George. <laughs> We're so bad. We're having too much fun. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, you can find us on the website, which is www.lilfarm.com. L-I-L-Farm.com. You can find us in a lot of stores in the Triangle area, from uh, the uh, Durham Food Co-op, uh, Bodega. Are you guys in Raleigh at all? Do you guys? In Raleigh at Raleigh Provisions and at Raleigh Genome, actually. The okay. Jean store. I sense so well. Yes. Yeah, I see you guys at the um the um every Saturday you guys do like a farmers market. Downtown there year round, so we're there all the time, and you can buy it there anytime. You can buy it on the website 24 hours a day, and I will mail it. He will mail it to you, booty audience. Okay. Or to your mom's house, wherever you want it. I got one. I got one. Signed, sealed, delivered, Georgia Jones. Sweetly, you're out of control. George, thank you so much. It's in you. We are here with Poppy Soul, okay? And I had to admit, I thought that it was like Poppy, Poppy, um, OB, Poppy C, She's like, no photos, please. <laughs>
Okay, audience, Poppy Soul. She has all the holistic remedies you need, the teas, the elderberry syrup, fire cider. And what is this joint muscle That's a best body seven. balm? Yeah. Okay, it's a best like what does it do if I have like a pain in my knee totally. or something? It's like a homemade icy hat, homemade tiger balm kind Without of situation. The smell. But it's not super strong smelling. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. like, you know you want <laughs> Here, good take in the it bed, for free. But you don't want the person me. in the bed for you to say, oh, you stink. <laughs> uh -oh. No, never, never. Not with Poppy Soy. Her stuff is good, it's clean, and it's quality. Thank you. And so, athletes, if you're out there and you need something organic and natural, check out Poppy Soul. What is your website so yeah. people can get it? PoppySoulNC.com. Awesome. Yeah, thank you so much, Hannah. Thank, thank you to your mother because she wouldn't be here without you. That's so, thank you. And I also want to let our listeners know that she also has um, Poppy Soul Breathe Deep and Sleep Deep, which we all know sometimes we have a little problem sleeping. So, that's yes. good also. Thank and you, God. And as a mama, the Bueno Brain Boost for those of us who are. Oh! We missed the Bueno Brain Boost! Okay. Yeah. And they, they go have from red to purple into this okay. chocolate. 
And they have we heard something about peppers, guys. We do, we do. Wow. And we that they taste like chocolate, they look like chocolate. <laughs> okay, I got it. I got and it. we have rooster sauce. Like you don't put roosters in this, right? No, it's kind of no, no, no. No roosters are harmed in the making of this sauce. Well, thank you so much, Fiddlehead Farm, and tell the audience once again how they can follow you and get your product. Sure, look for us. Um, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram under Fiddlehead Farm NC, and we're at Weber Street Market. Oh, sure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, fellow foodies, thank you so much for joining us today. Sweetly is running around trying to eat up all the food. So we're just going to pray for her, okay? So this has been the hotness and Sweetly checking out what the final Terra Vita Food Festival was all about. Thank you so much.